Today, I have a super special episode planned for our first anniversary. I've been doing the Ready to Retire podcast for one year, and it has been so much fun, and I am so excited. I went through the first year of episodes, and I picked out the top 10 tips, and today we're going to share those with you, along with a sneak peek at what it's going to look like in year two. This episode is going to be jam-packed with tips to help you with your financial education. Hello and welcome. Danette here. Thank you for tuning in to the Ready to Retire podcast. If you're thinking about retiring in the next three to five years, then please consider subscribing so that you can stay informed when we release new episodes like this one. Before we get into the top 10 tips, I want to make a special announcement. We have just made available a free financial planning tool that you can use to help start your own financial plan. We will put a link in the description below. This is a wonderful opportunity that I'm so excited to be able to give to you, and it is completely free, and you can start entering your own financial planning information into this program. I hope you take advantage of it. Why do a podcast in the first place? Over the years of being a financial advisor, I get asked basically the same questions over and over. It might be the first time that my client is dealing with a situation, but I have seen many clients dealing with the same situation. And every time I sat down to write a book about retirement planning, things changed and the book would be outdated. And that's what led me to want to do a podcast. By doing a podcast, we can talk about what's important and what's relevant right in the moment. Some of our episodes this year were on inflation, which is a real big topic right now. We did a special episode on the FDIC insurance limits. We did one on the Secure Act 2.0. By doing a podcast, I am able to pick and choose the topics to bring to you that are most relevant. And it's important for me to hear from you to hear what you would like me to cover. What questions are on your mind? What would you like me to answer on the show? We can accept comments on our Facebook page. So I will put a link to the Facebook page in the description. And I would love it if you would take a moment and let me know what you want to have us cover in future episodes. This whole channel is designed for you and to help you with your financial education. And before we get going, I want to take a second to give a shout out to my mom. My mom is my biggest fan. She has watched every episode and she is the first one to like a post on social media. And I just wanted to say, Mom, I appreciate your support and your love. And thank you for everything you've ever done to support me as I do anything I try to do. Uh, I love you very much. I know you're watching this, and I know Dad is watching from heaven. So thank you both for everything you've ever done for me. Thank you. 
Sorry. My mom and dad are one of the main reasons I became a financial advisor to begin with. I want to help people like them. The world of finance is so overrun with lingo, jargon, terminology, misconceptions. We've done an episode on mistakes people make, and it comes down to just not knowing um, what's out there, not knowing the truth. I hope that this podcast will shed light on those types of things, make the confusing a little bit more understandable. So with that, I decided to put together the top 10 tips for the one-year anniversary episode. Let's dive in and start with tip number 10. Know your biases. Understand what your belief system is. What we believe is true is true. We will take action based on what we believe is true. If we think the stock market is going to go down and never recover, then we might sell on the way down. And sometimes that can be a mistake because the stock market will recover. We have a lot of things in place that will help the stock market recover. We have current legislation, the SECURE Act 2.0, that is going to help us save more and more the stock market is going to recover over time. And that's why it's so important to know what your biases are, know what your belief systems are. What do you believe is true that might not be true? Because we're going to take action based on what we think is true. And we covered know your biases in one of our very first episodes. It's episode number four or five. And when I first started doing the podcast, I was too embarrassed to film myself, so I just did audio recordings. So the first couple of episodes are like a masterclass. They're these really long audio recordings, and so you can catch it on Apple Podcast, or you can catch the audiogram version on YouTube. Pro tip number nine, take a financial inventory. It's so important to know what you own, know how much your liabilities are. What do you own and what is your net worth? Most of us don't take the time to take a financial inventory. So if you have goals to retire early or to retire and be comfortable when you retire, one of the very first steps you can take is taking a financial inventory and understanding where your assets are, what your liabilities are, what is your income, what are your monthly expenses, and your insurance. What is your medical insurance? What does your life insurance look like? Pro tip number eight is what is your risk tolerance? For most of us, when we think about risk, we think about in terms of being a moderate investor, conservative, sometimes aggressive, and those terms tend to be subjective. Those terms have different meanings for different people, and also we feel differently about the stock market when it's going up and versus when it's going down. What I'm recommending is something that we're offering for free. It is a risk tolerance assessment, and you're going to take a quiz, and you're going to get a risk tolerance number. 
And this is a free resource that is available to you. We will have a link to it in the description. The next pro tip is number seven, and that is update your beneficiaries. This is something that commonly gets overlooked. We did an episode earlier on beneficiaries, and in that episode, we talked about a man who died at a very young age, and he neglected to update his beneficiary. So when he passed away, his ex-wife got all of the life insurance money, and his adult daughter didn't get anything. It's very important that we get into a regular habit of updating our beneficiaries. I would do it now if you haven't done it in a while, and at least every two to three years going forward. A okay, pro tip number six is one of my favorites. Every six months, starting today, increase your savings. If you're saving $100 a month into a savings account, go on the computer and increase that to 150 If you're having 6% withdrawn from your 401k, get back on the computer and increase that to 7%. And then set a task for every six months to increase your savings a little bit. This is an amazing tip. This is something that becomes a habit. Regular savings is a habit that we can all do. It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter if you feel like you're late getting started. Anything you can do with savings a little bit more at a time is going to benefit you in the long run. We're at the halfway point now. Pro tip number five is very simple. Dedicate one day per month to improving your financial literacy. That means reading a book, watching a podcast, watching a YouTube channel, having a conversation with a friend, talking to your own financial advisor. Do a little bit of something once a month to improve your financial literacy. There are so many resources available online. There are tons of podcasts like this one. It doesn't have to take a long time. This is something that is not really taught in school as well as it should be. It's up to us to continue our own education. Just like going to the gym, take a few minutes and improve your financial literacy. Pro tip number four. If you experience a life quake, a life quake is a big, big transition, maybe the loss of a loved one. Take some time and wait before making a major financial decision. One of our very first episodes, we talked about a friend of mine who lost his wife after many years, and within six months, he had moved his new girlfriend into the house. And when he and I were talking one day, he said, Danette, I have no memory of the six months after my wife passed away. I don't remember asking the person to move in that was now living with him. Having short-term memory loss after a life quake event is very common. 
People report that all the time, that they can't remember how they got to a certain place. They can't remember what documents they've signed or not signed. So it's just not the time to be making major life decisions. We are on pro tip number three. This one is incredibly important, and you're definitely going to laugh when you hear it. It is balance your checkbook. And this is classic mom advice. This is what my mom taught me how to do is balance your checkbook. Balancing your checkbook is such an incredibly important tool that you can do so easily these days. If you don't have the time to actually balance your checkbook, then at a minimum, set a reminder to look at all of the transactions in your checking account at least once a month. Because if there's something going wrong, you want to catch it as early as possible. The main information you're going to get is to know what you're spending. You're going to know how much your outflow is going out. And in order to retire in a way that is comfortable, you have to know what you're spending money on. And the best way to do that is to balance your checkbook. Okay, we're getting down to it. There are two more tips to go, plus a couple of bonus tips because I couldn't resist. I wanted to take a second to talk about what I have planned for the next year in the podcast. I am going to start interviewing other financial advisors. I think you would all really benefit from hearing the experiences of other financial advisors. I'm in a very long-term study group of other financial advisors, and I reached out to them and graciously they have all agreed to join me on the podcast. We're going to go over case studies and talk about what worked and what could the client have done better to help you on your journey. Now, in year two, we're going to start diving down and take a deeper look into more advanced topics. I'm really excited to take us to the next level of financial planning. Pro tip number two, keep your financial documents updated. That means keeping a centralized location or a file on the computer where all of your financial documents go. I think this is especially important in today's digital age where we're getting a lot of our statements sent to us electronically that we need to have a binder or something physical that if anything were to happen to us, that someone would know what to start to look for. This happened a number of years ago to a client who passed away. He had his statements online and his wife did not know how to access them. And it was very, very difficult making the changes that needed to be made because there was no easy way to access it. So keep your financial documents in a centralized location. If you are married or have a partner, make sure that both parties know how to get the statements and get access to them. Let's get into our honorable mentions. These are a couple of tips that I just thought we couldn't overlook. Bonus tip number one is don't abdicate your financial responsibility. If you are in a relationship, make sure that you and your partner know what's going on financially. 
even if you are not the one who is writing the checks, make sure you know all the money that's coming in and going out of your account. This can cause huge problems when one spouse is doing the financials and for the family and not communicating with the other spouse. Bonus tip number two is don't risk your retirement on giving too much money to adult children. I heard a study where about one third of adults will put their own retirement at risk by spending money on their adult children. So don't let that be you. Remember the saying, put your oxygen mask on first before you put it on someone else's. We have to take care of ourselves first. Bonus tip number three is to be aware of all of the online scammers that are out there. Protect yourself when you're answering your email, if you're receiving a text, if you're threatened in any way. Be sure to call the police and file a report. The scammers are getting more and more sophisticated. Their techniques are more advanced, and it is very easy to become susceptible to some of these online scams. And don't be embarrassed because it can happen to anyone. This is what we've all been waiting for. The number one pro tip financial advice that I can share with you. This is also mom advice. This is what I learned from my mom when I was growing up. Tip number one is very simple. Spend less than what you make. And that may seem incredibly obvious, but it is so hard to do. Be careful about taking a home equity line of credit. Before we had the last recession, I remember seeing a bank that was offering you a debit card to go with your home equity line of credit. And I remember saying, that's, that's not good. Be careful about spending more than you make. Be careful about spending on credit cards and not paying them off at the end of each month. Be careful about taking loans from your 401k. If you can get into the habit of spending a little bit less than what you make, your life will become magical. It will give you choices. We recently did an episode of all the benefits of having a financial plan in place and what that can do for you. I will link to it here. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining us on our special one-year anniversary episode. Thank you.